could I fuck up your name one more time? <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Samuel Hansen, and you are listening to Combinations and Permutations, episode 39, from acmescience.com. On today's episode, we discuss knots. The unknot, their invariants, their crossing numbers, their diagrams, their equivalents, and their primality. At least, we try to. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Combinations and Permutations, the mathematical podcast that comes from my apartment as well as the apartment of someone else who's usually on this thing, but decided to bitch out on us today because he's a little bitch. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about Nathan Rowe, who is not here. Not, 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 not. Because he wanted to go get some free food with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's family. You know, I think I'm just going to so go on for an hour bitching do, about my roommate. Do that, like, every free night of the free food? Why am I here? <laughs> uh, it's not free food for you. Oh. It's uh, free food for, you know, people dating their daughter. Boy, man, don't, don't they go? He's out dating to his with daughter. What? Yes, yes, yes. No, he's not. No, his girlfriend's family. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right. Okay, that right there is a voice that uh, nobody on this podcast has heard before, which Ooh. means shut up, Brandon. Oh, that's right. Uh, first up, the dumb, dumb person who oh, shut the fuck up. I, fuck you. I don't really like, but I needed space to fill out the podcast. Uh, you should put some of these books hey, under, under, the microphone idol. under uh, his butt there. Uh, and he thanks, needs to be raised up yes, a little bit. Yes, I was thinking and, the exact same thing, actually. Thankfully, uh, thankfully I now uh, get to uh, put a wall in between him and our office because uh, we have more space. <laughs> uh, that would be Mr. Brandon Metz. Hello, Brandon. Oops, I already muted you. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, everyone? <laughs> okay, and then next up is a new guest. It's about time that we got some new blood in here, and that would be Eric Everstein. 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 I, yes. Oh, you did butcher that. That's, it's the only way that I could go. The only opposite direction. Like, I had a 50-50 chance, and I just blew it. It's, a, it's all right. 99% of people who meet me say Everstein. Everstein. Well, I mean, do not know Everstein. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, like, mostly they just think that you're circumcised. I met R. L. Stein. <laughs> just, just saying. Did no one else get? No one else get what, my what, slightly was, racist joke there. I, 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 I got know it. I don't listen to you, so you got to explain that one again. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I actually listen, am. I so, in case people care. <laughs> so. Oh man, this has gone off the rails. This has seriously gone off the rails. Now, uh, what we do every week on this show. <laughs> And eventually I'll probably stop uh, explaining this. But we actually have a new guest who I doubt has ever listened to this. Even yeah, I, though, I don't even know what goes on in this show, so please uh, explain. Uh, even though we are probably, I mean, honestly, the people who are on this podcast are, one, the luckiest. And we'll get into that in a little bit, <laughs> is, as I'm sure it's going to get to this. Uh, the best looking, obviously. I, I would have to agree. Oh, at this point, yes. Uh, <laughs> and probably the most famous graduate students in the department. There are people who listen to us on every <laughs> continent of the world. Okay. 
Which, by yeah. the way, hey, people out there in other continents, uh, come talk to us on the forum, acmescience.com slash forum. Okay, so I managed to plug in the first five minutes. And so now <laughs> on to the mathematical topic, which I introduce oh. in the beginning of every show and we <coughs> never, ever seem to actually talk about. And the topic for this week was going to be something else until Nathan, uh, who actually probably knew the most about that topic, decided to bitch out. And so I decided, why not go to something I'm pretty sure none of us know anything about. All right. Okay. Not theory. Actually, uh, if my, anyone knew about it, it would be you. So, actually, my 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 advisor for my thesis in college, I did as you know, my uh, thesis was on mathematically modeling. Yes, I know. Yes, no one know. else. So listening my to this the, stuff. my thesis was on mathematically mo- modeling uh, music, voice leading in music. So we actually got into a lot. Of, we actually got into a good bit of not theory and algebraic topology. So, I mean. He was a cool guy. He was a not theorist himself, so he. I sort of got a little bit of the knowledge from it, but I am planning on studying more of it. But so I'll I'll contribute what little bit I can. Okay. Well, uh, how about you just give us a basic def? Actually, no. Before we start talking about how the about topic, you give the definition, <laughs> the rigorous definition. Well, no. I mean, it's, it's I like starting out with the basic idea okay, before okay. we go into rigor anyway. But before we do that, we do have some news here from Acme Science. Acme Science. <laughs> dominated a competition last week. This uh, there is very true. Uh, at the UNLV Pi Mu Epsilon, uh, which uh, annual meeting or whatever, or semester meeting. Induction ceremony. Yeah, it induction, induction ceremony. ceremony. It was also, it was the Friday before Pi Day. I, I mentioned it on last week's podcast, which we managed, which I managed to release well in ahead of time in case anybody who listening came to it, which <laughs> uh, the only person who would listen to the podcast other than me that also came to it was Cody, who's also on the show. <laughs> Uh, but there's a few things that, that went on. The one was the uh, eating the shape of pie oh into God. a pie. Oh, my God. It was so disturbing. Yeah, which I dominated. It, it wasn't close here, people. I'm going to put up a picture of it on the blog. <laughs> no, it, was- it was not close. It was... It was Nathan and Chris made jokes of themselves. Well, Chris is always making a joke of himself. Yeah, so, I mean, I, that's just guaranteed. Yeah, Nathan... Nathan what, he just wasn't I don't, prepared. Yeah, whatever he did, I, I don't know. But I, I won. And, and, and quite fairly. I mean, even Brandon, no, I, who hates me. I agree. Me. I, I, I do. And I was, I was looking for any reason to just say, no, Sam, you fucking suck. But I, I honestly could not find one. And this is a rare situation for me. And I know I, I say a lot of bad things about Nathan, which are all deserved. But I also say a lot of bad things about Brandon, not all of which are deserved. <laughs> because he came in first place in the Pie Idol contest, which is a contest of uh, uh, songs <laughs> about the number pie. <laughs> Set to uh, old-timey music, in, in uh, Brandon's case, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yes, I had to sing that. Uh, do you remember any of the words, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, go oh. ahead and sing that for us. I, um, I didn't get to hear it. I don't it, remember the so. first. I remember, like, the third line. It was like, oh, gosh. Let me see. Oh, I, can, I think I can remember the chorus. Yeah. Number pi is just the thing for calculation circling. Number pi is just a trick for problems in arithmetic. That's the chorus. That's about as far as I got. Yeah, wow, I was about to start clapping along. With yeah, you, no, no, yeah. he was he was yeah. really good, and so he won the competition. It's very okay. true. But coming in number two, mm-hmm. former guest, and the, <laughs> and <laughs> the second shortest person we have <laughs> no, on the, the show, the shortest, <laughs> the shortest, Miss Leanne Duncan. Oh, have you guys actually measured who is? Yeah. Who no, is shorter? it's obviously that she's. Oh much no, no, shorter. yeah, she she is significantly <laughs> shorter. Significantly shorter. Well, yes. she's wow. like five feet tall. 
And I'm at, he's I am like five, five feet. Two. Yeah, five oh, okay. two. Yeah, five no, I'm two. there. That, that is significant. That's yeah. two inches. Yes. Uh, and then coming in third place uh, was Jill. I cannot say her last name because it is really hard. Uh, Schweifek, something like that. <laughs> uh, who is hopefully a future guest of Acme Science uh, and a quite good friend of mine. So we dominate. And then there's a raffle at the end. Uh, and your this raffle was undeserved. <laughs> this one, this one was this one was bullshit. And, I call and, it fit. It and your rigged. raffle ticket, uh, they searched pi, and whosoever sequence of six numbers came up first in pi and the decimal okay. expansion uh-huh. uh, got to win the raffle. And the third number drawn was mine. <laughs> and yes, mine was the earliest sequence, which was total bullshit. So not only did I win deservedly for the pie eating, I also managed to get. <laughs> A random and much deserved for all the hard work I put in for the UNLV math department. Oh, <laughs> and yes. I want to thank oh, yeah. I want to thank E, I want to thank Fee, and I want to I? thank Limits for all the support they have given me in the past and all the support they will continue. Where is Kanye oh, sorry, West when I need him? <laughs> Where okay, is Kanye? so knots. So what, what's a knot, Brandon? Well, well, hold on. What, what did you win? What did you win for Oh, uh, we both got three pie Starbucks dollars, so 942 yeah. in okay. Starbucks gift cards. <laughs> and okay. second place uh, for pie idol got two pie. Third okay. place got one, one pie. pie. Okay. Yeah, so I, still, I still hold that third place should have been first, first place should have been second, and fourth place should have been third. Okay. I got you. You, I cannot make this man laugh. This is, this is <laughs> going to be a goal. Yeah, oh, no, this is no, going to be a goal for the entire possible. episode. What? It's uh, like I'm getting a wry kind of smile. Uh, but let's <laughs> let's get back to the topic. His regular face. <laughs> <laughs> See, there, I got to laugh. Damn you, Brandon. Okay, <laughs> so let's let's get back to the topic here uh, before we have too much fun. Not there. What was the other topic going to be? Oh no no that nobody. He's gets gonna to know save that. that for another. Yeah, I'm gonna time. save oh, that. Okay. Uh, my guests. Oh, that's right. You don't know. My guests don't get to know what they're talking about beforehand. Yeah, this is okay. very true. I uh, told him about that. Yeah, because I'm a jackass. And so yes, what, yes. Uh, Brandon, what is a knot? Well, I mean, just in just, the basic idea. Well, you ever get you ever you like tie your shoes and then you try to untie it and it doesn't fix right. It's a, it's sort of it's um a locking between. You can think of it as. You can think of it as like paths or st- like any kind of string. It's really, you, if you cannot untie something and separate things, you have what's called a knot. Like if you have two loops and they, and you know, say one's like a circular loop and the other one pass, the other uh, string passes through that loop. If you, c- and then you roll it all up, all right, that may be a knot, it might not. If you can unravel the, whatever the structure you have and it can come apart into two separate pieces, it is not a knot. But if it is, n- but if it cannot separate, you have what's called a knot. Okay, and I mean for it's a, it's the generic sense, like what you're used to, the everyday yeah. sense of a knot. Well, except in in mathematics, one thing about knots is that uh, even a perfectly undone knot, mm-hmm. also referred to as the unknot, is actually a loop. Yes. Yes. So I, it's not it's not like with strings. So right, it's not like they have can, to they have to be cl- closed. They have to be closed. Yeah, strings. it has to it has to be a closed string. Right. But in order to really think of how you get knots that can't be undone into the unknot. You have to do all the looping and tying together for, and then tie right. the two ends together. Yeah. If you want to want a graphic definition, uh, now for knot theory, once again, I'll give the rigorous definition. Now, this is of course from the Wikipedia, as I uh, get all of my information from, uh, in 
I was gonna, I was going to go somewhere with that, but it, it just shut up and read the definition. Uh, it knot theory is the area of topology that studies mathematical knots. Thank you <laughs> yes. so much. Let's See what get I mean? <laughs> in mathematics, a knot is an embedding of a circle in three-dimensional Euclidean space, considered up to continuous uh, deformations. Or oh, so yeah, it's just homotopy classes. Isotopies. So, isotopies. Continuous deformations. Continuous deformation is a homotopy. Uh, they they have isotopies here. Wikipedia has uh, been wrong before. Not that I know because okay, at all. Continuous. Right, I mean, if you're thinking of it, you can th well, you can think of it as both, I guess, because uh, I guess homotopies really figure in with either general paths. You show usually a function, but I mean yeah. that's essentially what you're doing with knot theory. They're functions. They're gonna be. You're gonna have paths, and so pa paths that can be continuously defo deformed into another is a homotopy. So I don't know. I mean, what are they telling their definition of isotopy here? Maybe. Uh, yeah, make me open up another window on my computer. Uh, well, isotopies on. actually uh, forwards directly to homotopy. Oh, and score one for me. Hey, but I was not wrong. You were not wrong. I was reading. So, all right, one, one, one question which might help motivate things, especially for someone who knows absolutely nothing about knot theory. Why? Well, just, just a second here. Why is not No, 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 one okay. second before, uh -huh. before you continue. Why are you giving them actual information? I'm confused. He's trying to talk about an actual thing that might help people understand oh. stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't care about them. I care about me. Yeah, okay, he's just okay, dumb. No, go he's ahead. Just I mean, as long as you're talking about not theory, why is not theory studied? Why, you know, what? Well, I, we won't go. If you would like to read my thesis, you can see it later. But oh. uh, it, it delves into that. Well, they study it. It's usually. Oh, it's so hard. String okay. theory actually deals a lot with uh, theory. DNA. Um, DNA is the way a huge the way example. inside um, inside of an actual nucleus of a cell, mm -hmm. uh, DNA isn't just wonderfully sitting in that double helix form that we know so well thanks to Watson Crick and the poor lady that they stole the idea from, <laughs> mm -hmm. whose name I can't remember. Hence the stealing of the idea from her. Uh, it, but it's all bunched up in a knot, and then uh, the those little things go in and they undo part of it so that they can start copying the either RNA? the RNA. Yeah, the transcriptase. Yeah, the transcriptase. I don't know why I know that. Uh, that goes in, but they actually use knot theory sometimes to figure out the can best it? play, like, uh, and to kind of model where it will go in and uh, modify it, which is going to be very important <coughs> when we start doing some genetic engineering work. Okay. So that's an actual applied area that knot theory has an effect on. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about the history. Um, now, knots have been used uh, forever, <laughs> <Yes>. essentially. <laughs> uh, knots were one of the original ways of recording information. Oh, uh, with you had a string and you would uh, tie knots to count the total amount. You tie like double knots or certain different types of knots to you yeah, know it's... stand for ten okay. instead of one. So I mean, they actually did have some uh, <coughs> you know base work with. Uh, Tying knots and recording other uh, informations. Now, the first, uh, well, the endless knot appears in Tibetan Buddhism. Ah, uh, yes, I know that picture. It's a, it's a very nice one. And the the snake. I, there's there's no pictures. No, no, no. I'm, I'm looking because you're still on Wikipedia. So basically, this whole thing is you get online and read Wikipedia no, pages no. to people. No, when we when we <laughs> then get... we bullshit and we actually. We... <laughs> you know what? No fair pointing out the problem. No, I. We generally do talk about things that we have some knowledge of, but when okay. we want some basic history and some right. basic grounding, okay, it's nice to have uh, you know a resource like Wikipedia, which by the way. 
Everyone, uh, crap, did I close that? Everyone donate to Wikipedia. They need some money right now. The Wikimedia Foundation is, is pretty poor currently. So uh, if you give them some money, that would be great. Uh, mathematically, uh, we started studying uh, knots with, uh, I'm sure you can guess, it's one of two mathematicians. Who's going to get it right first? Uh, Newton or Gauss? Gauss, uh, you got the other one completely wrong, though. Uh, Newton did nothing for mathematics. Newton is the world's (laughs) largest prick in in all of history, and uh, we only mention him when we can point out how badly he fails. This was... (laughs) I I forgot how hard it is to train some... Well, actually, (laughs) indoctrinate somebody into the methods that we use here. No, it was Gauss. The other mathematician uh, would be Euler. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's it has to be one of the two because uh, it's, it's in order to start studying two. one this it's it's probably going to be post calculus. Right. When you think of it, because a lot of the things that you do, especially since it's knots are one of the early topological structures that are studied. See, look, I can talk without looking at Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> Not for long, though. No, but it, it is Gauss, <laughs> and the first study was something called the linking integral. Uh, which I don't actually (laughs) know what that is. is. And uh, Lord Kelvin's theory that atoms were knots in the aether. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Gotta love Kelvin. In the aether. 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 Sorry. I'm just, I'm not pronouncing things well today. Where are you from? (laughs) Georgia? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in the aether. uh, No. Uh, Peter Guthrie Tate's creation of the first knot table. Uh, Now, it turns out that, you know, we've been talking for like three episodes, three weeks now about Euler. And it turns out that uh, one of the things that really helps you study knots, and we're going to talk about what it means to study knots uh, just after this, turns out to be the polyhedral characteristic. Oh, my God. Which Again. pops up everywhere. And I, uh, <laughs> for the other podcasts that I run, that's also on acmescience.com, which is Strongly Connected Components. If you want to know more, a little bit more about that, uh, and how that ties together. I did talk to uh, today to Dave Richardson, who's the uh, the author of Euler's Gem, which has an entire chapter dedicated talking about Euler's characteristic and knots. Uh, except that's going to be probably released uh, a week after this podcast. So keep on looking at the strongly connected. Yeah, components. Carlisle, if he's listening, Carlisle, okay. shout out. <laughs> okay, so when we are studying knots, what are we actually interested in? Do you have any whether, idea? Whether they, I've never studied. Whether they can oh, be untied or not. Uh, that's that's uh, <laughs> or, one thing. Whether or not... But in order for something to be untied, that's a equivalent to talking about it as what? If know, a knot can be untied, it is the same as what? The same as the, the, the unit one. The, yeah, the, the unknot. Circle, the circle, un-knot. yeah. Whatever that, and cool. so what we're actually talking about there is what type of relation? What do you mean, what type of relation? Well, if something is the same as something else, what type of relation is that? Equivalence? Yeah, Yeah. it's an equivalence relation. When you're studying knots, you're actually worried about (laughs) equivalence. Because knots, just like, say, graphs and graph theory, and a lot of other things in mathematics... That's usually what we do in math. We're looking at equivalences. Yeah, can be visually represented in a huge amount of different ways. And because the unknot can look... uh, what it, there's there's a good night. It's uh, it unknot can look the same as say start tracing out a heart, but loop over top and then on the bottom loop underneath with the same leading string. That can easily and obviously be deformed to the unknot. So that is the exact same thing as the unknot, as far as especially topologists are concerned. So really, what they're worried about when you study when you study <laughs> knots is 
Witch knots are equivalent. Yeah, witch knots are equivalent. So my question is, uh, when you talk about untying knots, what is this process? Are you, is it kind of like when you're untying your shoe and you're just trying to get everything apart? Well, it's just or is it something where you pull like one that, of them and it comes essentially out. Essentially, it's like that, but you're not... Um, you don't have ends to work with. Yeah, you're, it's more like... If you were just like bunch up a bunch of string and stuff, and you 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 know it's still connected. It's one like loop, right? You tie the end off, so you have a, a loop. Mm-hmm. You just bunch up, you know, put it in, make it however you want, and then you just, you know you kind of like just pull things out to try and you know, and or feed other things through to try and actually undo yeah. it. And that's what we're Think, talking about. Yeah, it's it's but, defo- it's deforming. So you take something and then you make some move, yeah, and you see with some sequence of moves, can right. you? Uh, get it to something else without severing. Okay, so now, so, so kind cutting of, is not a kind of like studying the equivalents of uh, <laughs> s- uh, studying the topological equivalents of different solid structures, mm-hmm. like uh, say a donut, the the a donut torus? into the coffee cup. So, or the coffee cup into the donut uh, deformation. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of thing, except here you're working with just toruses that have been knotted together in weird ways. Okay, uh, so then, what would an example of something that can't be Untied. Uh, the trefoil, right? Um, so I'm pretty sure the trefoil knot I cannot. Think that's, that's that's this one, right? That's I yeah, that's yeah. The, the trefoil yeah, knot cannot be untied. Uh, it's the recycling it's, symbol. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's. Oh, okay. So What's this? Three. Yeah, <clears throat> trying to picture. It's, yeah, <laughs> it it looks it looks like uh, it looks like, like three points, material. but everything is yeah. It's it's that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that image. Okay. That's one that cannot be deformed into the arm. Think of it as um, the Olympic rings. Uh, yeah, except those are those, those would are be multiple. two knots connected together. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing about a knot is that it has to be one continuous. Okay. Uh, from you know, you pick one point, you can trace along completely and end up at the same point, and you've covered all of the. Okay. All of the. Think loop. of um. Here's a way you can think of it too. If you um, if you take a say you have a circular string, and you cut it. All right. So now you have one long string. If you were to tie a knot in that, like your normal, you know, you mm-hmm. take it, make a little loop, and put it through, and then pass it, and then tie it together again, that would represent an, a knot that was untieable. Like you couldn't untie it because that little knot you can't undo it, right? Without cutting yep. it again. But it's one. Yeah, string. if you fuse the the points that you severed back, oh, together. back together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if you do it, if you make and it back to one, but you still have a knot somewhere on that string. Understood. Okay. And so yeah. after that, you just can't like undo if it. you tie two separate knots. That would be also different than either of the other two because it has two knots on it instead yep. of just one. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. So it's very similar. And then when you study, uh, when you study knots, you're, uh, one of the most common things to look at is a knot invariant, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's something that, that doesn't change. That doesn't change. <laughs> now, knot invariants are a little bit weird because two knots can have the same invariant. And still not be the same knot, uh, it, because there's a huge there's, amount of different, of them. different knot invariants. All of which, but one thing that you can be guaranteed if a knot is the same as another knot, if they're two equivalent knots, they have to have all of the same invariants. Right. So you, when you're looking at a knot, you get a bunch of different invariants. One of the most common is a knot polynomial. Oh, now, shit. there's Jones, poly, there's Jones, Alexander, Alexander, Conway. Uh, Conway, hell no! Oh uh, no way! It's <laughs> and now complex book. Uh, Alexander, yeah, he also created the game of life, which is one of the most interesting. Uh, I think we're talking about. Are we talking about different Conway? No, no, John Conway. Is that the same guy? John Conway. Yeah, the uh, board game life. No, no, 
No, no, no. Uh, the <laughs> mathematical game of life. It's a uh, cellular automata game. Okay. Uh, it's one of the past episodes. You oh, can go yeah. check, I was, listen I to was, it. I was, I was excited for actually playing the board game. Okay. Like, that's uh, way sounds so way if you look The Alexander Polynomial, otherwise known as the Alexander <clears throat> Conway Polynomial, not invariant, which assigns a polynomial with integer coefficients to each not type. Um, now, cool. the definition of it, I'm going to read this through. I don't actually know, and I'm going to have to read this, and it might not make much sense. <laughs> um, let K be a knot in the three sphere. So just a knot. Let X be the infinite cyclical cover of the knot complement of K. Okay, I'm done. I am not <laughs> that reading was way anymore. Too many this. adjectives. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to keep on going. There is a covering transformation T acting on X. Consider the first homology with integer coefficients of X denoted H1X. The transformation T on the homology, uh, the transformation T acts on the homology, so we can consider H1X a module over Z T comma t inverse this is called the alexander invariant or alexander module and it keeps going it keeps going how do people study this oh that's right there is no undergraduate not classes that's right oh yes that's very true (laughs) apparently you need to you need to know quite a lot it it ends up having something to do with the amount of links makes sense in a knot Links are important. I mean, yeah, and so I mean, not polynomials are one, and that is literally <laughs> defining a type of polynomial. There's also hyperbolic invariants. Shit, now that sounds cool. And that's Thurston, uh, who's a name that's coming up more and Thurston. more often. I'm gonna have to learn more about Thurston. Uh, proved uh, many knots are hyperbolic knots, meaning the knot complement uh, the points in three space not on the knot admit a geometric <laughs> structure, particularly that of some type of hyperbolic geometry. Oh, now that is cool. That, that, I can see that. The hyperbolic structure depends only on the knot, so any quantity computed from the hyperbolic <coughs> structure is then a knot invariant. So uh, you, you put in, you find the complement. If it yeah, is that's... hyperbolic, you uh, then can compute things using the whatever hyperbolic structure you have. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Hyperbolic geometry is really in, some pretty cool stuff. and it, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think of it that way. So there's essentially that's saying that... You don't you, even have to look at the knot. You can look yeah, at everything look that's at its, not the You can knot. look at the mold of not the, the knot. Not the knot, the knot. Like, it's not like, the knot, the knot, knot, knot. I guess what they're saying is, <laughs> like, if you were to take a knot and then, like, put and make a mold of it, you know, so you could, like, make it again, then you would have this hyperbolic structure. Well, it's sometimes. I mean, it's not is every it not time. all the time? No, no. Okay. This, is, this is for, Thurston proved it for certain knots. Okay, yeah. This, uh, yeah you Many knots. Could. But I can see that. That's an interesting thing, because then you can do, you know, hyperbolic actions on that surface. Which is very interesting. Okay, and so the uh, most common way, we'll just, we'll just go into what a knot tabulation is. Tabulation. And so that's just, you know, classification. Classification. You know, just uh, very similar to what graph theorists do. Uh, you know, we, it, we classify all of the, all of the, I, what? I am I a graph theorist. No, I was going to say bullshit. <laughs> I know you are. I know. I was just going to think of something to bitch you out. I don't know. Yeah. See see what I have to deal with? Now I have to deal with this in my office. Aren't you glad that you're like three offices yes. down from yes. us? Yes, but now we yes. have more room to do it in. Yeah, we're going to end up fighting. We're going to build a steel cage in our office. <laughs> cage match. That would be fantastic. At least it won't smell bad. I'm actually, and I have cinnamon. I'm actually, concerning your guys' personality, I'm shocked at how often when I walk by your guys' office, there's no talking going on. I know. We just do our own shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just sit there and ignore each other. They're both like, fuck, I hate that gun, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what uh, we're thinking. At least that's so, what I'm thinking. So it's, I mean, it's the classification of all knots. We were talking about a polyhedra. 
That's yes. a, that's a really good way of talking about this since we recently <laughs> covered it and we haven't actually covered graph theory on this podcast other than the four color theorem. And it's just like we classified all the polyhedra by uh, defining certain things that we're going to talk about. The number of faces, the types right. of faces. And so for tabulating knots, the most common way is the crossing number. Yes, this is a very big... This, is, this came into play in my... When, when you have one strand crossing another one, you can count, I guess you can count these crossings then. Essentially, I think that's what you're talking about. Because yeah. we use this... I use this in a proof of one of the theorems that we, I did in my thesis where we had to... We had a whole bunch of intersections with this one path along a cylinder and it, um, with, another, with another straight line, which it, it didn't have to be straight, but... It, we, we were trying to figure out how can we count this because we were doing modular arithmetic on this, well, equivalence, you know, space. And so I, I actually, I suggest this and he's like, wow, now that's a really cool not theoretic thing to do. Like my professor didn't even think of it, but it's cool. It's really cool. You just count, all it is, you're just counting. Like you can give it a plus if it's going one direction. It's going about the direction, you give it a minus. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a little it's bit different than, than yeah. uh, what, what just typical not crossing is because right. that's just... How many crossings do you have? Right. And uh, as you go, as you define the total number of crossings, it's a rather fast exponential increase in the total amount of knots that can have that number of crossings. Uh, there is one knot. That's obviously exponential. My God, that'd be huge. Yeah, it's, it, it is absolutely enormous. Is that all you do? Just do a knot off of that and a knot off of that. And just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Early, uh, the early tables attempted to list all knots with at most uh, 10 crossings. I'm trying to find something that actually uh, lists some of these, uh, but I'm... At uh, least 10? Yeah. The, uh, the sequence of... Okay, well, I'm going to... Tabulation is succeeding in enumerating over 6 billion knots. For 10? Oh, no, no, just, 10? just in general tabulation. Oh, okay. they've, they've classified over 6 billion knots. So what else is there to do? Uh, well, one thing you can do is you can add two knots together. Oh, shit. Yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's exactly the operation that you would think. Take one so knot. So does this form an algebraic structure then? I don't actually know, and I think that that's something that they Because if you can add them, then that seems like it would form at least a, a group but, of some sort. But they, but they add in some weird-ass way. There's not, there's, no, it can't. But I mean, as long as there's you, no you need inverse. is a set in an operation. Is there oh, no, no inverses? Uh, no, there would, <laughs> there could not be an inverse. Well, I, I don't really know how they add them together. So that's, okay, well, that uh, it's exactly what you think. You uh, take two knots. Cut it and then paste Yeah, cut them. them and paste them together. Which well, means I guess that, you could do an inverse if you know where it was pasted. I mean, if you, I mean, if you don't. Let's think about it. Think about, uh, think about just a basic knot, a basic knot with one crossing. The, uh, you do have uh, the additive identity. You can paste in the unknot, which does not add a knot. But right. no matter how you paste it, you can't subtract a knot. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, there's, there's nothing you can add in that's going to subtract a knot. Oh, that, that takes away all the fun. I mean, if there could be a group structure, that'd make a whole other thing. Uh, but it does allow us to define something that's called a prime knot. Oh, shit. Uh, prime knot, it's, it's a non-trivial knot uh, that <laughs> cannot be written as the knot sum. Of other ones. Of other knots. Oh, that's, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's... Yeah, yeah I mean, except there's exactly no product what, here, yeah, so we just have to do some. And so the unknot is one. Okay, that's it, it's not right, two it's, different it's, non-trivial it's knots. It would be the it would be the unknot plus the unknot. <laughs> uh, the trefoil is one as well. Okay, it's the uh, three crossing prime. All right, but so. it, but there's a weird thing. There's one three crossing prime. Uh, let's see. There's zero one crossing primes. Zero two crossing primes. 
Well, that's not... One three-crossing prime. One four-crossing prime. Two five-crossing primes. Is that a Fibonacci? Three, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is that going to follow a Fibonacci? Uh, that would be three cool. Three. Oh, shit. Six-crossing primes. Five. Seven, oh, seven crossing primes. That would have been so much cooler. If that was a Fibonacci, I would just shit my pants. 21 eight crossing primes. Wow, that's... 49 nine minute. crossing primes. And 165 ten crossing primes. Wow. It, it climbs, and it climbs fast. Do they have a model for the growth of that? I mean, besides just strictly exponential. Are they, say... I, I, don't, I don't know, because I, they haven't classified beyond ten crossing. Because wow. it gets really hard. I think I mean it's it's probably something that and this is something that definitely is going to benefit a huge amount from the computer revolution. Okay. And it already has because there's no way that people could have hand calculated 6 billion knots. Yeah. No. I mean this is something <laughs> this is something that's that if you think of it, it's kind of like the four color theorem in some ways because there's so many things you have to check. Uh-huh. And they're all pretty basic to check. It's just a lot, fuck a lot. Yeah, there's just, a, there's just a huge amount. I mean, the, the, proof, the Apple hack and proof for the four-color theorem, nothing that was proven in it, nothing that was checked, was hard to check. It's just you got to think of every it, Yeah, it's just case. there was 2,000 different things that they had Ridiculous. to show. Mm. And so with knots, it can be very similar because you can just give a program uh, you know, a certain knot or some sort of matrix that encodes a knot in three space. <laughs> or some sort of That's, array, yeah. maybe a three-dimensional array that can in- encode a knot in three space, and tell them the thing, or tell a program the things that can be done to it. Yeah, I, and so you can generate every knot that way because it's every matrix essentially that follows whatever restrictions you have for encoding a knot. Which is best done to a computer. And then uh, it's every rule that can be done, and then you can do it. But that's something I don't know, but I <laughs> would actually be willing to bet that. That no no that would be polynomial. I don't think it'd be quickly polynomial, but it would be a polynomial you algorithm. Solve in, in in time. Yeah, polynomial time complexity. Yes. Because each no no because it wouldn't necessarily no, because no you can solve it you can actually solve I just read they had an article of Scientific American about these new algorithms they were using to solve systems of linear equations, which is what you're doing with a matrix. Those those are quantum algorithms that can't yes. run on normal computers. <laughs> I but, know exactly. But it's really cool. Eventually, hopefully, we'll be able to get that, which would really speed up the process. Yeah, except uh, the problem is, is that there might not be a deterministic way of going about it. Right. And that's that's really the <laughs> trick. Uh, is there a way that you can, is there some sort of algorithm you can say you always can start this way? And if you can't do that, then you can do this. Then you can do that. Because when, you know, say one of us decodes or deforms some, a knot into, say, the unknot, mm-hmm. the reason we're able to do that is just because we can see it. We have hands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I untied my shoes. I hate that well, shit. Well, but I mean, it's also because we can see it. And a computer is not, not something that, would be able to guess. I mean, you'd need right. an Oracle machine. So I, I would be very interested in looking into seeing whether or not, and maybe answering on a next podcast, one of us has to be able to find it on whether or not there is a polynomial time algorithm mm. for deforming knots. That is an interesting question. We'll have to find that. So uh, do we have a third guest on, <coughs> or do we have a third person in this room? I don't really I'm know. I'm looking for him. I, I can't find him. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> he was, he so, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's the basics of, of knot theory. I mean, those are the basic ideas. I mean, this is something none of us really know too much about. And I'm sure that if you are a knot theorist who is listening to this and we screwed up, 
please email me. Really, yes. I would love to hear from you. Yell at me, bitch me out, send me an audio clip. I don't care. That's Samuel at AcmeScience.com. Yes, that is my just normal old email address. Your email will be there right next to my sister's and uh, oh, the, really? the person the person that Tell I'm more about uh, your sister. The yes. best best man. They're they're both married, guys. What's that mean? Uh, so? that they're both that uh, that I'm best manning for in the wedding and the person I'm helping plan the bachelor. So they're not yet married? Thing. No, no. This I'm saying that you'll oh. be next to all of these people. Oh. As well That's as you know the UNLV stuff. You're you're Go, I give. Going I give the bachelor my... party with your sister. Yeah. Yes. Fiance. Yeah. No. But doesn't that restrict him to some extent on what? How much okay. Money can no. This is my party? best friend who's getting married. Oh, then there's oh, okay. no restriction. And I'm there. his best man. Okay. Yes. He's getting, your best friend's getting married to your sister, or did I miss? No. You. Yeah. You. You missed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too for this, a second. This then, is so some. I mean, this is well, some not. I said my sister and my best friend, who's I'm best manning for, and the person I'm helping or that's okay. helping me plan it. Okay. And uh, my advisor. If you're listening to this, I swear I'm doing some work sometime. Your, your, your sister's sure. marrying your advisor. Yes, my sister's marrying my advisor. <laughs> it's getting weirder. Uh, whoa, wait. And, and if you want right. to talk about knots with other people who are interested in mathematics, <laughs> head over to the forum, please. I We're starting to get some more people there. Uh, my plea for help uh, when I was really sad and depressed at the end of that one show. It's a pretty uh, okay place. You, yeah, it, you, it You'll is. be surprised. Yeah, as long as we get more people there so we can talk about math, think about it. An entire community of people who are interested in math in a, you know, given in a slightly weird way. Uh, <laughs> Very weird way. Uh, you know, just talking about mathematics. We can create a community here, people. I'm, I'm, I'm actually being serious. This is not me going off on one of my weird tangents. Really, I would love to create a community of people on the internet that are interested in talking about math. It's, it, the internet is a perfect place for people from all over the world to talk, talk to each other, blah, blah, blah. We all know this. But really, go sign up. Talk to everybody. It's, it's an interesting place. And I really think that we can have some good conversations. Uh, what else? Uh, read the blog. Uh, donate to Wikipedia so that we can keep this uh, podcast going. If they go under, I have nothing to <laughs> well, read we'll from. Textbooks. <laughs> yeah, textbooks. Oh, God. Yeah, I'd have to go to the library every time. You have to actually carry Yeah, I have to, like, I'd have to read them. Oh my oh. God, I would actually learn stuff. But please do not make me learn things here, people. <laughs> That's one of the goals of this podcast. It keeps me, shh, advisor, close your uh, ears. It keeps me from doing work. <coughs> and I like that. So yeah, and, and head over, send me an email, please. Any feedback is uh, lovely. Uh, follow Acme Science on Twitter. <laughs> we have like 20 followers. My personal account has more followers than the Acme Science one. I don't know why. And I know that there are fewer people who actually want to listen to me in real life than want to listen to you if know if they the could math see me stuff. now they'd see me raising my hand i except you haven't oh I you, you I waved like it this. for a second but by the time you're talking about it, you did well, so he's a liar he actually uh, he like actually that. he actually wants to listen to me uh, don't listen to those weird voices you hear kind in the background since i muted him uh <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect time for me to unmute so yeah um and we might we might bone up a little bit more all of us personally on not theory because it is a really interesting topic. Uh, maybe read some more. Maybe come back with some actual information beyond just this basics. But we had to get the basics out of the way first. And I want to thank everybody for listening. For Eric Everstein. No. Everstein. 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 Stein. Like Einstein. Stein. Everstein. Yeah. Man. Beerstein. Okay. And I thought Frankenstein first. And I'm like Frankenstein in my head. Yeah. What the <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein. Everybody knows yes, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Okay. Eric Everstein. Everstein. <laughs> you just said it. 
Stein. Okay. Think for, of the Klein. We just for, have to apologize. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Klein Stein. For Eric Ever Stein. Yes, yes, very good. Brandon Metz. Thank you. And myself, Mr. Samuel Hansen. Oh, God, that was so bad. He's like, oh. <laughs> this Hansen. is Combinations and Permutations. And I want to wish everybody a fantastic week. Thanks for listening, guys. That is the time we have for another episode of Combinations and Permutations. If you'd like to leave any feedback, tell me how much you hate this show and how much you think that we should all go burn and die, please email me at samuel at acmescience.com. That is samuel at acmescience.com. Also, go check out acmescience.com for more information about this episode as well as all of our previous episodes of this and... Strongly Connected Components, the other show over at Acme Science. And finally, please go visit the forum. Take part. We want to build a community around these shows. The theme music is, as it always is, After Future by SP12. You can find more about them over at opsound.org. And this whole podcast is released under Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike License, so please remix this. Just, you know, say that it was us. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you have a really fantastic week.